March Madness is in full swing, and we have another Locked On Bracket Breakdown as number four, Tennessee handled number 13, Louisiana. Tonight, I am Jordan Black. We are joined by the host of Locked On Balls. That's Eric Kane. Eric, give us your overall impressions of this first round matchup tonight. It was quite the showing by Tennessee. Yeah, it was quite the showing at times. I mean, Tennessee led by as many as 18 early on in the second half. They went on an 11-0 run in the first half, and it looked like it was really, really in control. But as the second half went on, we've seen this from Tennessee the last couple of weeks, really having issues struggling uh, to close ball games out. And uh, Louisiana kind of cut within four and then and finally got it within three, and Tennessee's able to kind of escape from that first round with a three-point win, 58-55. So it looked like it was in control for a long time, but at least Tennessee was able to close this one out. Couldn't close against Auburn in the regular season. Couldn't close against Missouri uh, in the uh, SEC tournament. Able to close against Louisiana for a chance to advance on for a, a Sweet 16 berth on the line. So was not perfect whatsoever. Little little survive and advance type situation, but uh, Tennessee gets the win and uh, will continue playing. A lot of ups and downs this season for the Vols. One of the downs being the ACL injury to Zakai Ziegler. What does the point guard situation look like now without him? Yeah, it's a little point guard by committee. Um, it's unfortunate because, man, he was he was such a, a lightning rod. He was one of the few players on this team that can really create his own shot. But where Tennessee misses him the most is on defense. Um you know, 55 points given up tonight is more what Tennessee's been doing all season long, but giving up a couple of 70 points against Missouri and against Auburn and a couple of games since he's been out. Um, because that, that wasn't the case tonight, but they really do miss him on defense. But in terms of ball handling, it's kind of been point guard by committee. You've had Josiah Jordan-James, Santiago Vescovi, Jemiah Meshack, um, Tyreek Key, uh, kind of using those four guys to to really kind of handle the ball for Tennessee and try to facilitate the offense. And at times, it's not perfect. You saw 18 turnovers for Tennessee tonight, 12 in the first half. Against a good team, that's going to get you beat. But again, Tennessee able to survive that tonight. You mentioned Santiago Vescovi didn't put up a ton of points tonight. How encouraging, though, was it to see other guys step up, even off the bench tonight um, for Tennessee? That That's especially helpful when it comes to March Madness. You have to see everyone kind of doing their part. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, nine points from Uros Plofsic in the first half was huge for Tennessee. He was a perfect three for three from the field. Uh, Tyree Key coming off the bench, scoring 12 points was was big. Um, you had 11 points from Jemiah Meshack again and, and a month ago. Anybody's saying that you want the ball in Jemiah Meshack's hands on the offensive end uh, at the end of the ball game, you, you, you'd say you're crazy, but that's how far he's come. And, you know, Tennessee needed all of his 11 points tonight. And, and so all those guys kind of stepping up and helping Josiah Jordan James having eight points, able to overshadow only three points from Santiago Vescovi. He picked up two early fouls in the first half, uh, came on and played the majority of the second half, but again, only had three shot attempts or only had three points, if you will, on, um, yeah, three shot attempts in the game. So obviously this was not his game, but for Tennessee to able to overcome that, overcome a poor shooting night from the from the three-point line, only shooting 25%, turning the basketball over 18 times, and shooting poorly at the free throw line as well, um, it, it, it's encouraging that Tennessee was able to overcome that. But Santiago Vescovi, all-SEC shooting guard, he has got to score for Tennessee uh, to beat Duke on Saturday. If he's held to three points, that's not a good sign for Duke on Saturday. But Tennessee, again, able to make do tonight. Okay, let's talk about this Duke team on Saturday, a team that's on a roll right now and on a roll at the right time. Um, what does Tennessee have to do on Saturday 
to advance to that sweet 16. Yeah, I got to go big on big. I actually like the matchup a little bit better than I thought I would. I mean, Duke is, as you mentioned, winning 10 straight. They haven't lost since February the 11th, won the ACC title game, uh, ran through Oral Roberts, got off to, I think, 11-0 run to begin that game. They have two seven-footers, one of which is a, uh, a freshman All-American, an All-SEC second-teamer. Um, you know, Philip Kowski is a really, really nice player, but he's just one of two seven-footers that's in that rotation. So, you know, Tennessee's going to have to match up with those guys, with Uros Plofsic, Jonas Adu, Toby Awaka, Julian Phillips, Olivier Kumwa, and uh, see if you can beat the backcourt play a little bit. If Vescovy can come back and have a more Vescovy-like game, I like Duke to kind of, I like Tennessee to kind of keep this close. But a lot of big on big in this one. Tennessee's got to play physical, and you know, has got to take advantage of what Duke has not done well away from Cameron, Cameron Indoor Stadium this year. And that's won some ball games. They were undefeated at Cameron this year, but struggled with eight losses away from the home venue. Obviously, that didn't affect them in, in game one here against Oral Roberts on a Thursday, but we'll see what Tennessee can throw at them. It's going to be big on big and should be an exciting one for a chance at the Sweet 16. First chance for Tennessee since 2019. That is big. We know the game is Saturday afternoon now against uh, Duke. So we will uh, get to recap with you then. We appreciate you, Eric, for more on Tennessee. Make sure you are subscribed to Locked on Vols. And for a full view of the bracket, all of the action, make sure you're subscribed to Locked on College Basketball, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening.